Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Tim Warden Communications. Our mission is to honor God and deliver all His benefits. Today is the day God has made. And we'll make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. How many of you know the story of the prodigal son? You've heard that story, very famous story. A man, Luke chapter 15, a, a once a man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Give me my share of the property. And so the father divided his property between his two sons. Not long after, the younger son packed up everything he owned and left for a foreign country where he wasted. Everybody say wasted. He wasted all of his money on wild living. The other version of the Bible says prodigal living. He spent everything he had when a bad famine spread throughout the whole land and soon he had nothing to eat. Now, this is a story where this boy, this guy lives in a high-class family. We know from this story, mayaman ang tatay niya. May mga bahay, may lupain, they have servants, laging may pagkain, ayawin ko kung ilang ulam, every meal. The father is is wealthy guy. So, andon yung best education, andon yung best future ahead. Everything that a young guy would would hope for, you know. Like kung sa modern time natin ngayon, may driver na, may gardener, may tagalaba, may tagaluto, may tagamasahe, lahat meron. And yet, for some reason, hindi pa siya satisfied. Hindi pa siya content doon sa bahay. Gusto niya maranasan ng wild, unrestrained living. And yung word prodigal, uh, in English, the, the Greek word for prodigal is dissolute. <laughs> Dissolutely, which is not the common word in English. But if you look up Webster, dissolutely actually means um, the kind of... Uh, it, it's lacking restraint. Lacking restraint. Walang pagpipigil sa sarili. And it's, it's especially in the areas of vices, things like drinking, promiscuous sex, immorality, wasteful living. Sa Tagalog, napakasamang pamumuhay. Talipandas. <laughs> Hindi siya... Yeah, it's not... <laughs> We don't use that every day. And maybe, sayo, you're not like that. Maybe you're not um, that bad and you have compared sa kanya, hindi ka nakagawa ng mga ganong ka samang bagay. But, let me ask you this. Have you ever left, somehow left the presence of God, left yung tamang landas, have you ever lived your life in any area na walang pagpipigil? Wala, no restraint. Have you ever lived your life doing something that you know is not right? And you know it's offensive to God and it's, it's the wrong pathway. Have you ever left God in that sense? So all of us, siguro, are like a son who has left God. 
left the right place. And, and, and the question is, why? You know, hindi ko can you relate? This guy has everything. Why does he leave? And go somewhere na he ends up napaka-hirap, poverty. Siguro umalis siya, siya na magluluto para sa sarili niya. Siya maglalaba, siya maguhugas. Whereas in the house, he has everything. Why would someone do that? And why would we do that? Why would we also leave God, leave His presence, leave His goodness, leave His holiness? Well, the reason why, and I want to share this with you, this is a little bit of teaching today, okay lang? Not so much preaching, more on just teaching. The reason I believe that, that we could live like a prodigal son and, and, and leave the right way is because we are actually three parts. Just like our God is a tri, trinity, trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, He created us also in His image. Like Him, a three-part. We have a, a, a body, a soul, and a spirit. Now, God is not a body. Is He? John chapter 4, 24 Jesus said, God is a spirit. So I want to tell you that you were created in God's likeness. So you're not also a body. You're also a spirit like God. Now, alam na natin yung body kasi mas aware tayo sa katawan kaysa sa spirit. Because your body, you see it every day in the mirror. You can look, and we spend most of the time caring for our body. You know, nagsusuklay ng 150 times. You know, naglalaba, nagpapabango, and perfume, and jewelry, and everything. And so we spend a lot of time grooming our body. So we're very aware of the body, yeah? And we feel the body. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you feel your body when you're getting older. (laughs) And if you're older, you know what I mean. And our soul, we spend a lot of time, you know, preparing our soul. How many years in school, educating your soul? Now, what is the soul? The soul also has three parts. The mind, where you think. The emotions, where you feel. And your will, where you desire, where you choose. See? And so we, we have our soul. That's our personality. If you're a funny person, yin, you have a funny soul. culture, language, yung personality type, kung introverted, extroverted, yan yung soul. Your feelings, kung shy type ka, whatever you have, that's the inside of you. Na hindi nakikita sa labas. But if someone talks to you na matagal, they will makikilala kanila. And they'll know what your soul is like. But deep inside, the deepest part of us, the core, is the spirit. And because God is a spirit, that's the part of you that He really relates to, first and foremost. That's the part of you. So we say it like this, I am a spirit, like God. I have a soul, and I'm responsible to manage that soul. And, and to care for that. But, and I live in a body. That's my address on the earth. I live in a body. Here, meet my friend. I got 
my friend here. Meet this guy. This is my friend Tim. <clears throat> Actually, you don't see Tim here. You just see the casing, the packaging, the address. Okay? But underneath that, if you really got to know him, you would see his soul. Doesn't look so good, does it? There's some mistakes here. You know, maruming memories, pag-iisip, yung mga, you know. And if something doesn't happen, this is not so good. See? And everything inside of our soul is not always good. Our feelings are not always accurate. The way, the things that are passing through our minds are not always clean, right? And our choices and our desires are not always pleasing to God, yeah? And then deep inside the core of Timothy was uh, the spirit. And it's midnight blue here because it's dark. Before he became a Christian, this is what the soul, the spirit looks like. It was empty. Lifeless. No life. It, there's still a spirit, but it's, it's, it's dead. And the Bible says that we're dead in our sins because of our sins. And when he was 15 years old, he received Jesus Christ and the light came in and he got a new birth and his spirit came alive so that God could relate, have a relationship with him. See? And then this happened all in one Thursday night. Boom, just like that. And then over the past how many years, the soul is being rearranged, cleaned up, transformed, renewed, getting more and more like the image of Jesus. And it's still happening. And the body's getting older on the outside, but in the future, he's going to get a new body that cannot be hurt that cannot get old yeah so this is what happens we're three parts body soul and spirit and you can see that in genesis 2 verse 7 the lord god formed the man from the dust so that's the body god made a body and then he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and he became a living being so the breath there, boom, he became a soul. He had, a, he had emotions. He had a, 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 the ability to, to have logic and think. And then God put his own breath in spirit, in breath, it becomes a spirit. And once that starts, it cannot ever be killed. It's an eternal spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, May the God of peace himself make you completely holy, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept entirely blameless. See? And of course, in the old covenant, makikita mo sa tabernacle, alam yung tabernacle, yung tent, where God's presence was, there was three parts of the tabernacle. The outer court, which represents our body, the holy place, which represents our soul, and the holy of holies, the most holy place where God really went to dwell at the Ark of the Covenant. 
And that was the most holy place. And that's the same thing. It, it, it's, a, it's a symbol of our body, our being. And God never meant, ayaw ng Diyos na makipag-relate sa tao na wala siyang spirit. God doesn't want to relate just to your body. God doesn't want to have a relationship with your hair. <laughs> Some days you have bad hair or no hair. You know, God doesn't want just a relationship with your, with your temperament. You know, your personality mo na pabago-bago, especially girls. <laughs> Fickle. <laughs> and, but God wants to have a relationship with His same kind, with His Spirit, with your Spirit. And so, when we sin, and when Adam sinned, diba kumain sila sa tree of knowledge of good and evil? Which, they shouldn't have to depend on their knowledge. They should just eat from the tree of life. God put life in them. So, kumain sila sa tree of knowledge, they, when they sinned, they died. Sabi ng Diyos, the day that you sin, you'll die. Now, listen, the word death or die doesn't mean cease to exist. Okay? Don't ever think pag die means to say, nahinto na, wala na. Meron. The word die just simply means to separate. It's a separation. And God said, if you sin, you will die. And so, totoo, namatay sila in their spirit. Nahiwalay ang buhay ng Diyos sa kanilang spirito. And then their soul began dying and their body began dying hanggang ultimately wala na. And it says in Ephesians 2 verse 1 that once you were dead because your sins, because of disobedience. And Romans 5 verse 12, it says that when Adam sinned, it brought death so that death spread to everyone. Because everyone sin. Yung kasalanan ni Adam, dahil doon nakalat ng ang, ang kamatayan sa lahat. And so all people, all, of, all the people had an empty, dead spirit. Emptied from the life of God. Walang life. And so write this down in your notes if you want to. Because of sin, my spirit is dead. Or was dead. And needs a new birth. Can you say birth? Yeah. John chapter 3, verse 3, 5, hanggang 8. Sabi ni Jesus, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Without being born again. You have to have a new birth. And when you receive Jesus Christ, pag tinanggap mo yung sacrifice ng ginawa ni Jesus, the Holy Spirit, okay, the, another word for spirit is life. The holy life of God comes in, not to your hair or your lungs or pancreas, not to your emotions or personality. The Holy Spirit comes and mingles with your spirit. Your human spirit receives the God's Holy Spirit. And just like the three-in-one coffee and hot water, the two become one and nakikipag isa tayo kay Cristo. Na, na, so then you get now a spirit, a, a spirit that's alive, a spirit that has an appetite for God. Ang isang tao na patay wala siyang appetite. Hindi nagugutom yan. Hindi nagagali, hindi na-offend. 
No life inside. When you receive Christ, you get life on the inside. Which can eventually spread to other parts of your being. Lalabas, marirelease ang buhay ni Cristo into your emotions, into your thoughts, into your body even, to become healthy, to get healing. See? And God wants to relate to us Without the Holy Spirit, without the life of Jesus inside you, you're like a, uh, a, a remote control na walang battery. Hindi on yung TV. You're like a nice-looking car na walang gasolina. Hindi yan. You know, that you have to have the fuel. You're like uh, trying to tune into 105 point whatever FM, pero wala kang unit na radio receiver. You're like a, a glove. Quantas na walang kamay sa loob. Hindi mafafunction, hindi makakagalaw. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And so most people just downgrade their karanasan sa Dios all the way to just what I think in my logic, what I can, uh, what I want, sa sarili kong will or how I feel in my emotions, napaka-limited ang kanilang ugnayan sa Diyos. Kahit nasabihin mo, oh, nagdadasal ako, oh, kilala ko si God. But if you don't have a spirit that is alive, you will only be limited to what you can think in your own brain, how you feel in your emotions, what you want, and what you can sense with your five senses, di ba? And so, of course, God wants us to use our brain. And God wants to use our emotions. But ayaw ng Diyos na yan ang manguuna sa buhay natin. God doesn't want our emotions and our soul to rule our lives. See? So if you have not yet accepted Jesus, you'll be empty and dead inside and need a new birth. See? And you can get that not by money or religion or best efforts or even eating from the tree of knowledge. Kahit na matalino ka, kahit marami kang alam na Bible, you cannot. Sabi ni Jesus, I am resurrection, and I am life. And Ephesians 2.8 says that it's by grace you're saved. It's through faith. It's not from yourselves. It's a gift. It's a gift. And you just receive that. Now, in the Bible, listen, let me just go quickly. In the Bible, maraming magandang salita na parang, wow, ganda, sana mararanasan ko yan. But it seems like, minsan nakaka-disappoint because you might say, hindi yan ang karanasan ko. Hindi ko ma-feel yun. Like for example, in the Bible, we heard this verse, 2 Corinthians 5.17, that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation and all the old things have passed away. Is that your experience? Not an, do you really experience that all the old things of your life have passed away? 
Have you never had to deal with some old things? So parang, wow, sana, but that doesn't apply to me. You know, so we feel disappointed. Maybe the Bible's not true. Or maybe over in, uh, in Romans chapter 8, it would say that we are more than conquerors. And in 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says that He always, always causes us to triumph. And you say, wait a minute. This week palang, I don't feel like a conqueror. And I haven't always triumphed. So maybe the Bible is not true, or maybe I'm not really a Christian. Ano bang problema dito? Bakit hindi ko nararanasan na yung mga sinasabi sa Bible? Yung mga pangakon na sa Bible, how come hindi ko nararanasan? First John, how about this? First John chapter 3, verse 9, where it says, Everyone who has been born of God. Raise your hand if you've been born of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, Everyone who has been born of God does not sin. <laughs> How many of you had still sin? <laughs> it says he doesn't sin because God's seed remains in him. And he's not able to sin because he's been born of God. I'm very able to sin. <laughs> so what's up with that? How can this be true? Well, because you're three parts. This is true because you are a spirit. It's the spirit Ephesians says you're sealed with the Spirit. So the Spirit part of you does not sin. The Spirit man of you is the newborn nakipag-isa kay Cristo where all the old things of your Spirit have passed away and all things of your Spirit are made new. But that does not automatically mean all things in your body are new. That does not mean your emotions always triumph. And your thoughts always conquer. Hello. So we're talking about this and write this down. That the Bible promises can be true for my spirit. Yeah. Even if I don't feel or experience them in my soul or body. Does that make sense? See, the human spirit is born from above and becomes a child of God. Gift yan. We are irrevocably saved. Very secure. But that does not mean your body and soul are saved and triumphing. You could still poison your body. You could still poison your mind. You could still sin and get hurt and fail and have defeat in many areas of your life. But if you truly had been born from above, the spirit part of you, even though it has very little benefit to your daily life, the spirit part of you is whole, perfect, complete. And word kaliktasan or word salvation, it means that in, in Greek it's sozo. And it means to be made whole, complete, perfect. And my spirit, you can write this down, that my spirit was already saved. And my soul, hopefully, is being saved. And in past tense doon? Was already. Past tense yun. Nagawa na. Soul is being saved and my body will be saved. Nakikita mo ito. In Ezekiel 36, 26, God says, I'll give you a new heart. And a new, I'll put a new spirit within you. Past tense yun. 
nung tinanggap mo si Jesus. James 1.21, it says that you should humbly welcome the message implanted within you, which is able to save your, not spirit, but souls. You know, the word for soul is suke. It's spelled almost like the first part of psychology. <laughs> suke, psychology. It's the part of you, this, the logical and the, the personality. And that needs to be saved. Man, I need to be saved from my bad attitude. I need, my spirit needs to be saved from lifelessness. But our soul needs to be saved too. And Romans 8.23 says that even our bodies will experience salvation. See? So all of these Bible words that talks about, you know, salvation in the past tense, it's referring to your spirit. It's referring to that finished, completed, tapos na, 100% perfect work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Hindi nagkulang si Jesus doing His work on the cross to redeem you. These are past tense words referring to your spirit to redeem you justify you, forgiven, you know, saved, uh, accepted, lahat ito. And it all happened because of what Jesus did. Diba? Like the song kanina, not because of what I've done, because what you've done for me. So there's a work of grace na nagawa na ni Jesus already on the cross. And there's a work that he's, that's, is still being accomplished progressively, ongoing in our soul. Okay? Sana sumangayon tayo sa work of the Holy Spirit within us. To clean up the soul. To rearrange things and priorities and attitudes inside of us. You're new in your spirit. Now it's time to renew the soul. The mind, the will, and the emotions. And this happens by changing, you know, transforming our mind. So, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 says, talks about uh, you know, Christ and the church and He makes her holy and clean washed by the cleansing paguhugas of God's Word. So God's Word is like soap and water. Kaya we have daily soap. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Araro-araro, dapat ma-brainwash tayo. To wash the brain, clean the mind up, clean your emotions, transform. Romans 12 too says, don't copy the behaviors of the, and the customs of the world, but be transformed by, and let God transform you. How? By changing the way you think or by renewing the mind. And so, like the prodigal son, bak ginawa niya yun? And like us, why do we sometimes fall to sin? The reason is because you're not living from your spirit. You're living from your body. Ko anong nafi-feel mo with your five senses? Kwaning pita ng laman, kwaning urges ng ng gutom ka. So whatever it takes, you know. So parang ang pinaka boss ng buhay mo is yung chan mo. You know, o matamo. Ko ano yung hilig ng matamo. Ko anong naririnig mo, ko anong mafi-feel mo, or maybe your emotions. Well, I just want to, I just want someone to like me. I just want people to say good things about me, because it makes me feel loved. Alam mo, okay lang may emotions, but don't let emotions rule your life. 
give me, give me these things here. When, you know, you get a body, right? This is body. And you have a soul. Can you see that? Now, a lot of people live like this. Yung pinaka supreme, yung pinaka bossing ng buhay nila, the boss is the body. And then whatever, you know, the body wants, the mind will say, okay, sige. The feelings will say, sige, makiki-agree ako doon. And the will, or yung part of you that decides, will just choose whatever the body wants. But if you have self-discipline, maybe the soul, your, what you know is right, yan ang siyang masusunod. And then your body will submit to kung dapat mong gawin. Yeah? And, and, and this is also the person that would just say, uh, listen to your heart. Just follow your heart. Just follow what you feel like. But you know what? The real victory in life is when you live by the Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. This is your spirit. Now Christ is inside of you. And kung ano yung decision niya, yan ang masusunod ng soul and body will just follow. You know, whatever the Holy Spirit speaks to you, then this is the one na siya masusunod. And the soul or the feelings should come into alignment. Remember, you're not what you feel. You're a spirit. Reborn. And so your soul, which is your emotions, even if they lied to you, you say, I feel so unloved. I feel so rejected. That's a lie. Because the Spirit says you're accepted in the Beloved. You know, and I could give a lot of examples, but you have to let your Spirit, and here's what I want to say, write this last part down. Is that, and these are just probably some application, two points to apply. The first one is to receive and recognize your new born Spirit. See? Hindi ka ganito lang. Don't live your life with soul and body lang. You need to receive. Kung hindi ka panatanggap kay Jesus, you receive Him. Now you're a Christian. Now you're really born. You're a child now of God by blood. A blood relative. You're in the family. Okay. Now if you're like, if you're like this, you're prodigal. You still have a spirit, but you'll experience defeat and failure in life unless you let the Spirit be the manager. So you receive the Spirit, the newborn Spirit, and recognize. Don't look at yourself like this only. You're like this, you have a Spirit in you. And the Spirit in you is perfect and clean and holy. So dapat siya ang maging control headquarters ng pagkatao mo. You know, the Spirit should be command central. The Spirit should be where all of the decisions are made. And so you recognize, I have a Spirit inside of me. You get aware of that. Then the second part or the second application is submit. Submit. The word submit is like, you know, submarine and mission. You sub, you put under your mission. The mission of your soul, the feelings, the logic, the sarili mong desires. You put those under. Submit your soul to your spirit. So the spirit should be reigning and ruling, managing and instructing 
Are you following me with that? You know, in the Old Testament, in the book of uh, Genesis, it has this new grand, uh, grandson or the, the daughter-in-law of Abraham. Her name was Rebecca. And she was pregnant with twins. And this one of the child would be um, named Jacob, okay? which is later called Israel. And all of this is really prophetic about how we should live our lives. Israel is, is, becomes later the, a, a symbol of the church. And so this is an example, but in, in Genesis 25, verse 23, this is what God said. Two nations are in your womb. You think about, you think about, it's just two nations are inside of your body. Okay, two nations are inside of your body. And the two separate people will emerge, will, will come out of you, will come out, will manifest. And the, he says, one will be, one people will be the stronger. And the older one will serve the younger one. Right? Actually, in those days, it should be the younger who serves the older. But something that the older one should serve the younger one. Now, when you were born, how many years ago, how, however old you are, you got a body and a soul, right? A soul, of course, is inside your body. So this one, for you, is the same age as you are. And when you receive Christ, how many years ago only? Six years ago, but you're already 20. Who's younger, the spirit or the soul? The spirit is like a newborn, no? Newborn baby. So the older one is the soul, and the younger one is the spirit. And what did God say? Who should serve who? Who should be on the top? The spirit. The older one, which is your soul, will serve the younger one. Is that right? But you think your soul is happy about that? No. Your soul will fight. Because for 30, if Christian at 30 years old, for 30 years, your soul to make all the decisions for your life. He's the one who, you know, whatever ng gusto ng soul, whatever ng gusto ng will mo, siyang susunod. And all of a sudden, a new party comes in and says, let us submit to Jesus. And your soul will fight and complain and say, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do that. See, let me look out for my rights. What about my feelings? And Jesus said in Luke 9, 24, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you'll save it. Many places, Jesus even said, you have to hate yourself. It doesn't mean you hate you're, you're who God made you, but you hate the soul life to the point na pa under yun. Deny self, take up a cross and follow me. How many of you were baptized in the water? Okay, baptism has two symbolism. Baptism, you know what the word reenact means? Reenact, it's a dramatization of what happened. 
Water baptism is when you reenact what Jesus did for you. Namatay, naglibing, na resurrect. But baptism also pre-enacts. Anong ibig sabihin? Anong pagkakaiba sa reenact and pre-enact? <laughs> reenact is you, you know, replay what happened. Pre-enact is you, 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 you preview. Baptism, when you, you don't know this, but I'm teaching you now. When you were baptized, you were actually prophetically pre-enacting what should happen to you in your life, with your soul, and with your body. You die daily. Take up your cross daily and follow Jesus. You die or give up your own kagustuhan, your own feelings, your own logic. You just submit that and then are raised. See, God wants our soul to die so that He can resurrect it to be renewed, revived, obedient. See? And so, under that, letter A is this, this simply renew your soul. Renew. Romans 12, 2. Renew your soul by transforming. Okay? Kausapin mo ang soul mo. Pag hindi mo feel, kausapin mo ang feelings mo. Hey, feelings? Anong problema mo? Sabi ni Jesus, sabi ni Lord, ganito. Hey, logic, hey, mind, you're not in charge anymore. Kausapin mo ang katawan mo. Chan, tama na. Hindi na ikaw ang bossing dito. Hindi na ikaw masusunod. Actually, that's the benefit of fasting. To make a statement, to make a loud and clear message to your body. You are not the boss of me. The Holy Spirit is in control here. And let's have one week just to prove it. (laughs) Okay? So talk to your soul. And make sure that your soul is getting renewed and naka-aligned sa spirit. And then the letter B is feed your spirit. You feed the spirit. You know, we have to wean our soul. You know, like a baby. Anong ibig sabihin weaning? Very dependent siya sa milk ng mother. So you have to make him no longer dependent doon. And you bring in new food. Solid food. Minsan ang spirit natin hindi in good shape. no? Hindi siya... Well, it's in good shape. In, but it's not uh, in the right position. Dapat supreme siya sa taas. So what do you do when you sin? This is a good question, no? Ano kung dapat kong gawin pag nahulog ako sa kasalanan? First thing is, tanggapin mo at i-enjoy mo, i-avail mo of your gift of no condemnation. God gave you a gift of no condemnation. Use it. Avail of that gift. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Then the next thing is the only way that you will win this battle, the only way that you can have victory in your life is to get the Word of God inside you every day. It's in this part, you come here on Sunday and hear one preaching once a week. That's not enough. You have to get the Word of God somehow, some way. I don't care how. You get God's Word inside of you every day. You can read the Bible. You can talk about the Bible. 
You can listen to the audio Bible, watch the videos, have a cell group, listen to preachings and teachings, but get God's word inside you every day. You know, if I want to look, if I want to know what I look like with my physical body, it's so simple. I go to the mirror and look and I don't see me in the mirror. Actually, I see a reflection of me. And I trust that the mirror is telling the truth. Vincent, I feel like it's lying. <laughs> but I have to trust that it's telling me the truth. How do you know what you look like in your spirit? The Word of God is the spiritual mirror. So you go to the Word of God every day. I know you go to the mirror in your bathroom every day. So you should go to the Word of God every day and look at the Word of God. And you're not going to see, you're going to see a reflection. When you see Jesus as He is, so are we in this world. And you, not, not, not so is your spirit, and not so is your body or your mind, but as He is, so are we. The real you is the spirit. So you look in the Word of God and you see a mirror. It will tell you what you look like. And you have to just trust. Even though you don't feel it or experience it, you trust that kung anong sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos, that is really what you look like to God. You might not feel that way to yourself or, or look like that to other people, but as you trust who you look like, ayon sa sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos, you're renewing your mind. And that is how you transform your life and daily experience. Is that good teaching? Is that right? Is that going to help you? All right, let's pray together. Father, I just thank you that your word is the light to our path, a lamp to our path and a light to our feet. I pray that as we meditate on your word, as we aggressively, hungrily go to your word every day to feed our spirit, I pray that this will transform our lives, that we will start to behave like we believe. And there will not be a large and frequent uh, gap between what we believe and what we are behaving. Lord, I know that right thinking produces right living. Help us to think right. Help us to believe right. And, and, and help us, Father, to be so aware of the spirit in us that has been reborn, that has received the holy life that we would not quench the Spirit, but bring uh, and allow and yield to the Holy Spirit in us to be the supreme boss, manager, command, control headquarters of our entire being, to influence the way we think and feel, and to change our desires. It is God who works in me, giving me the desire and the power to please you. I th I th we hope you enjoy listening to today's teachings from Tim Warden. For more life-changing audio and video teaching resources, call the San Fernando Christian Community at 0919-846-6849 or visit our website at christian.com.ph and add us on facebook.com slash sfccphilippines. If you're ever in La Union, visit us along Ortiga Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City.